privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Yeah, I'm all jacked up. All right. Welcome to the MMA IQ Report. So, one, my name is Nick, and we're Christine Williams, future UFC fighter. Uh, is that the goal? Well, not really a UFC fighter, but MMA. Is that the goal of UFC? No, not necessarily. Um, I just uh want to see what I can do. I mean, eventually, if I could go pro, I mean, my thing, if I could at least get it into Invicta at some point in my okay. life before I get too old, that that would be where I'd want to go, for sure. Nice. Cool. Well, she's based out of the Hershey area and likes, I guess, Hershey, Harrisburg, yeah. travel. Do you ever travel? What's the furthest you've gone down for a fight? Um... I mean, really, I had a jujitsu tournament in D.C. once. Um, that's as far as I've gone for now. I did have a scheduled fight in Ohio when I first started, but that ended up falling through. So um, now, though, as things are starting to pick up again, I definitely do plan on traveling more and finding, you know, wherever I can get a fight at. Very good. I've actually kind of adopted the theory of one of the other uh, podcasters on here doesn't really do any research so he kind of is interviewing with the kind of with everybody else so i'm learning with everybody else okay so forgive me for asking dumb questions like your record and things like that just basic <laughs> things but um so what how many fights have you had so for MMA, I really only have had one. Um, I was supposed to have my second one this past October, but I ended up getting injured and there was a lot of stuff going on um, also with my opponent as well. So it, that just fell through. Um, so uh, my first fight, I did lose by decision, but it was a really good fight. It was an intense fight. It was a learning period for me. Um, you know, people are more than welcome to watch it. Um, but it was a really good fight, and that chick, she, she did awesome, and, you know, we're really cool now. Like, we talk all the time. We actually saw each other again at a Valentina Chevchenko seminar. We both ended up going. We're, like, seeing each other across the room. <laughs> it's just like, what's up, you know? Um, but it's 
for my weight, it is definitely difficult and harder to find girls to fight, which is why I've only had one. And it's then it, it, it's more like you'll get like one fight a year for MMA anyway. Really? Um, yeah. Cause it's very difficult to find girls in the heavier weight classes than the smaller ones. Um, I'm really big with the art of war cage fight promotion. Um, you know, the Vikings are amazing. They're, they're just wonderful people to work for. They work with you and they do their best. Um, my matchmaker, Jillian, she's amazing. Like she will go and try to find someone for me. If I'm like, Hey, I'm ready to go. Like, let's do this. So she'll look far and wide for me if I need someone. Um, so we'll just see right now. I don't have anything lined up for MMA specifically. So in between, I'm, you know, working on my other stuff as well, like jujitsu. Like I just had the finisher sub only for jujitsu. Um, I won that by armbar in overtime. So that was really fun. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, it really made me feel good. Um, and then right now we did just weigh in for golden gloves. So we're, we should find out this week if I get matched for golden gloves. And that's three different dates in October um so we'll or not october of april and um so we'll see if i get matched for that you know to to work on that so i'm really big and um not just doing mma like i love i want to be a well-rounded fighter so that's why i try to compete in like each different style yeah i eventually want to do muay thai like i love muay thai more than anything so um i eventually want to jump on a kickboxing or a Muay Thai card at some point here too this year. I think that would be really fun. So, yeah. So getting into the boxing and the jiu-jitsu and the well-roundedness and do, uh, do the wrestling too? Um, I mean, the academy that I'm at right now, wrestling is incorporated in their jiu-jitsu program. Uh, my coach is actually like the wrestling coach for um, the area he's at. So that's that's pretty cool to have that. And there's a lot of wrestlers that come in. So I'm definitely amping up the wrestling more um, to last with those guys. But I don't do wrestling specifically. Like that just goes in with my jujitsu. Well, that kind of segues perfectly into the uh, fights from Saturday night. That's another thing that we're going to be doing on this show monthly is wrapping up some, some of the news from MMA and the specifically the most recent UFC events so that would be UFC 272, which had uh beat Masvidal by decision. And you said you guys had uh, got down to see those fights, yeah, yeah, we definitely caught some of them. Um, for what I saw, yeah, uh, there was a lot of groundwork the other yeah. night, a lot of groundwork, and I thought it was really, really great to see and watch. Like, you can really see like the control of it. And how people can dominate and still win without having to throw hands all the time. Yeah, throughout the whole evening, there was a lot. Um, yeah. With uh, the main event again with Colby, um, it looked to me, it looked to me like, um, aside from just being controlled on the ground, Colby, there, I think that Masvidal seemed to be kind of fearful of the wrestling as well. So it's almost like not just that these fighters are good at the ground, but they throw these other guys off their game. Oh, um, yeah. Like if you go into a fight with a guy like Hannon or a guy like Khabib or something like that, you kind of lay back instead of put forth your full game plan as far as your boxing and your, even the jiu-jitsu and stuff like that. And it was like for Masvidal, I noticed he was really, and he said it after the fight, he was really flat-footed pretty much the whole time because he was worried about the rest yeah like um i remember seeing his interview there right at the end when they talked to him and he said his ground game was off he was just off that night on the ground and uh, i agree with you you could see it in his face that like soon as he was down there he was just kind of like uh i don't know what to do right now and um i mean that happens everyone has their strong points in you know in the game you're either a good striker or you're a good ground person so I mean, all it's just, I think in the moment too, as you're getting hit though, as well, like you can't, yeah. you're having a hard time thinking that fast of what you need to do, especially if it's not your strong suit. Yeah. I felt like he was definitely, um, 
it was almost like one of those things too. Like a lot of the times when you have when you have these big grudge matches, you mm. kind of expect them to go out there and just go for the kill. Start throwing hands, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then it ends up being almost a little more of a tentative thing because you talk so much shit that like you don't you're like hesitant to you don't want to lose. Yeah, that's the worst one to lose. Like it, that even happened with. Um, I think one or two of the John Jones Daniel Cormier fights too. The same thing happened. They talked so much, absolutely hate each other so much. It was just so tentative because it was like I can't lose this guy now. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how people do it. Like I can never do that unless I really, really did dislike the person. (laughs) But yeah, I don't. I feel like you're just adding extra pressure on yourself. Then you're going to talk all that smack and. You got to be able to back it up somehow. I think some. They people, always say, "Watch out for the quiet ones." Exactly, like Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, Bryce Mitchell. His his work the other night, I think, was amazing. His groundwork. Um, I know. I noticed him do this really sick double leg takedown. It was either the sec- second or third round, I think. That was so smooth, so quick. But his control was amazing, and he just he he went for it. I think he did really well. Yeah, he did. He's a nice little farm boy, which <laughs> I, I loved. Um, I remember watching that. Like, I don't know much about it, but I was like looking. I'm like, mm, I don't know. We'll see how this guy does. And then he's just going out there. And I'm like, oh, snap. Like, look at his pressure. Look at, like, look at his control. Like, he just, he was just doing his thing. He absolutely dominated. Barbosa and I'm sure you know Barbosa is no joke. Even on the ground, oh, yeah. he's definitely a striker, but he is no joke on the ground. And you like it was it was pretty insane. Like and he was trying. He was definitely trying to move. You could see him using his hip movement and everything, trying to get out. And then you know Mitchell was just dominating that control and pressure on top of him for sure. And the crazy thing in the first round, he actually dropped Barboza. Yeah. I was yeah. oh my god. <laughs> and then uh, Dos Santo, or well, not Dos Santo, Dos Anjos, RDA. We'll call him RDA because I can't see his name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he pretty much did the same thing. Now here's a question of the of the. I think one of the big questions of the night. Do you, do you think that that fight should have been stopped? No, no, because um. What's his name? Renato? Was that is that mm-hmm. how you pronounce it? Okay. So he I know I know when they were look having the doctors like, oh man, they're gonna stop it. But as you're looking at like even though he's like gushing, like yeah. his eye was still open. It was more like swollen up here. So his eye was still open. He's still able to see and he was still conscious. He didn't look like all over the place. Like you know what I mean? Like that, like That's he didn't true. know where he was type of deal. Like he still looked like focused, ready to go. So, um, no, I think it was a good call because it was awesome in the end because he started coming back. And now that's like, oh, that's like one of the greatest things. I love watching that. Like, you know, you you see them, they're going down. You're like, oh, man, they're going to lose. And then they just when they dig deep and they start making that comeback and stuff. And he started tagging them. He had some really sick uppercuts that were like right, right up in the middle there. Just it was it was also I was like, oh, snap. I was like, look at him go. Like it was it was really cool to watch. So I'm really glad that they didn't stop it. Um, so yeah, it definitely made for an interesting fight and to see, you know, you know, his tough side and how he just like, just got down and dirty and did what he had to do. It definitely made the last, uh, specifically the last 60 seconds pretty entertaining. Yeah. It looked like, it looked like, and I was, the announcers were picking up on it too. It almost looked like RBA was not holding back, but not like going for that kill. Yeah. So it was like we're sitting there watching. I'm thinking, oh my god, when he was getting tagged there at the last bit, I'm thinking, oh my god, you're gonna regret this. But he should be away. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I thought that was a great fight. Um, and uh, I actually thought the whole card was really, really good. Yeah. Which is crazy because I always, I personally, my feelings are, pay per views are seventy five bucks. Yeah. I think there's no reason that with how many divisions are there now? There's like I think ten to twelve divisions or something like that. So you got 10, ten to twelve champions. 
And they yeah. play every three, four, five months. I just don't see any reason why you can't pop two title fights on every pay per view. Yeah. For that kind of money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And this one didn't have any, but they did have the big grudge match. So that, I guess, sold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would have been like the only, I think the exceptions are like Matt. If you have a Connor on the card or a Diaz or someone like that, maybe even Corey with this. They kind of make up for that title because they, you know, strong numbers. Yeah. Um, so here's another question. Um, I know you don't necessarily like obsessive like I do, but <laughs> if you were, who do you think should, they should pop Masvidal against next? Now that they, he's on a three-fight losing streak, he's got, I mean, he's lost to the top. You know, he's lost to Usman twice and Covington, and so. And he lost to the complete upper echelon of the. Of the uh, <laughs> I don't. I'm honestly not really sure, um, who they should put him up against right now. I mean, like you said, he's on that losing streak. He's only going to have like that little bit of time left before they cut him loose. And I feel like he's pretty much gone against every big name in that division. So. That I'm not really sure. I feel like they just put him with somebody to make him like get back out there again. Um, but I don't know the way he was talking. It, it made it sound like he's got like other stuff going on outside of the fight world. So I'm kind of curious if that has something to do with why he's, you know, especially with this fight, he didn't do as well. His motivation is just crap. Yeah. I mean, and that happens. That happens with a lot of fighters, though, too. You know, you're hungry and, you know, you grind and grind and make it to the top or at least, you know, up there with the top contenders and then you just kind of lose it. It's about short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was def- it's definitely his wrestling that's kept him from holding that, that belt for sure. Yeah. So we have a question for you. Okay. Who would be your dream opponent? My dream opponent? Yeah. Uh, I mean, she doesn't fight anymore. But she's, like, one of my favorite people that I have loved forever. And I would love to fight her just to fight her. I would love to go against Gina Carano. The OG female MMA fighter. Yes. The OG female? I... First watch, um, I remember looking up the first female live MMA bout, and um, it was her and I believe Caitlin Young, which I thought was crazy because I knew Caitlin Young. Um, I didn't meet her personally, but I knew her through like my uh, Muay Thai Adrian and um, some other people that I trained Muay Thai with. And I saw that her and Gina Carano fought on that fight and I was like oh my gosh this is awesome like it was like so crazy because like it was like so close in 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 the Muay Thai world um but I watched a lot of Gina's fights and especially from back in the early days then when women were just starting out like way before Ronda and all that and I just I I've liked her ever since and I'm like she she was tough and I'm like oh my god like if she would be one person I would get to fight one day just because like I would Nunes yeah. would be fun too, but I would be, I would know I would die. Like, it would just be, I've always said I would be honored if she would just hit me in the face, just just to exactly. say I got hit in the face by Amanda Nunes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I think, yeah, you and me both. <laughs> I feel like she could just kind of punch within the same perimeter and I'd be done without, we to connect. She's, oh <laughs> that God. energy just comes off her hand. <laughs> Did you see her fight against uh, Pena? Uh, that's the woman she lost to, right? Yeah. Was it yeah, I, I think I caught the highlights of that. That was insane. I mean, props to her, though. Like, the, I think that's a really big deal to fight someone who is at the top. And, it like, she beat Cyborg, for Christ's sake. So, like, to beat Nunes, like, that's, like, insane. Like, I can only imagine how she felt in that moment. But, um. No, I, I remember watching the highlights on that, though. And I was pretty shocked, because, like, I'm all... I was just like, 
no one's going to defeat Nunez now. Yeah, you know, like they say, there's always somebody on your tail. There's always somebody hungry coming up. You know, you got to be ready. She had that ridiculous streak of, I mean, she put out Misha Tate, Ronda Rousey, and uh, uh, you said Cyborg. Mm-hmm. I think it was, if you add all those fights up, I think she finished them all in less than Yeah. So it's like incredible. And then Pena comes and just, I mean, she just dominated that second round. Yeah. Yeah. That was just like insane. Insane. It was, like I said, it was a shocker, but I mean, it happens. And and Nunez is living her life though right now. Like she's doing her thing. Nina's doing her thing. They got the baby now. So I mean, so you she, she's she's the champ champ. Like she will always be the champ champ. So. I know. Well, she still has her one. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you had mentioned Gina. And yeah. Is, is she now? Is she who got you kind of into fight, interested in fighting, or no? So I really didn't know anything of like women fighting that much i knew like i knew about it a little but i didn't really know anything of the world and of the fight world and i wasn't i definitely wasn't really into ronda once i learned about her and like i just i wasn't really a fan of hers honestly um really no no i know i know i'm against the green here um but um no i just think she was just really she was really good at judo, which is fine. At the time, you know, no one really knew how to, like, defend against that, you know. But once you saw how her striking was and it wasn't up to par, like, then it was yeah. like, mm-hmm. she's like I, I just think she was a bad, you know, she showed bad sportsmanship a lot. She, and, like, yeah. you know, she, I, I just really wasn't a fan of her and her attitude. And, um, yeah, but, um, no, she wasn't the reason that I got into fighting or anything like that i got into fighting because i got asked (laughs) um well i started training jujitsu originally because um uh i just got tired of being in bad uh abusive relationships um i knew my brothers actually were doing jujitsu at the time um so i wanted to do it too um so where i was living i found a school and started going and training um i started training muay thai fell in love with that and then um and then my coach one day was just like you want to fight and i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) like and i was already like competing in jujitsu and stuff too at the time so like i was kind of already like out there in front of people a little bit and you know so i was just like okay let's do it why not you know um and then i just started watching more and more females and like i said learned about gina carano um hang on a second sorry That's why she's talking. Sorry, sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Sorry about that. Gotta be the mother. It's all good. So, um, yeah. So, I it's it's kind of funny because I do meet a lot of women that they want to lose weight or you know their boyfriend got them into it. For me, it was just you know, I got tired of having you know asshole boyfriends, so I was just you know just letting it out and just learning how to defend myself, and then it just went from there. And then I just started getting into it more, and then that's when I started learning about more female fighters and was just like, oh, like this is actually growing, you know? And then I found out about Invicta and that just took me on this thing of just watching because Invicta is the all female. promotion, So that I just thought was awesome. So, um, yeah, just watching all that and yeah, just kind of sparked my interest more and more. So you say you watch Invicta the most. I did when it was on UFC fight pass. I, I, I know they're on something else now. I forget what it is. They changed it up, though. Okay. Um, so I haven't watched it as much. Um, but, yeah, I was definitely watching that for a while. Okay, that's that's funny. That's the one I haven't. I did. I've watched some of that, but not as much as not as much as I should. Because I know there's back, some badass females. Yeah, organization. If you go, if I yeah, I kind of go back through and I see some of the girls that came from that. Mm-hmm. Really good. Like, um, that was uh, that's 
Is that the one that Megan Anderson was in and like Angela Hill and all those girls crossed yeah. over? Yeah, I mean, even Caitlin Young's doing it now. Um, Pearl Gonzalez, she was in UFC first, I think, and then she went to Invicta. Now she just recently did Bare Knuckle. Like Pearl, Pearl Gonzalez is one of my favorites too. Like I love her. She's she's awesome to watch. Um, uh, Roxy Bonifero. Um, yeah, she just retired, right? Yeah, she just retired. Okay. She was in Invicta as well back in the day. Um, what's her name? Kay Hansen. She's on the next UFC card. She was in Invicta as well. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think you're. She's so young. Mm. She's like, oh my god! I think she's like 21 or 20 years old. Yeah. Miranda Maverick. She's another one uh, who just yeah. signed to UFC. Who was in Invicta? Julia Vela. She's another chick that I love following. Uh, she was in Invicta as well. Who just got signed to UFC not long ago. So who's the champ over there right now? That I cannot tell you. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's some, some really cool stuff going on though. I mean, they I love their Phoenix Rising. Now that's something you need to watch. That's so cool. So what they do is for the weight class, whatever division it is, they have this tournament for the night and you fight different people throughout the night. And now it's only one round, but like it's still pretty crazy. So you like fight someone, whoever wins that, they'll take a break and let the next fight go happen or whatever. And then they'll fight another person later in that night. I think you fight like three times, and then whoever wins, you know, wins the tournament. So I think that's pretty cool because you're fighting different people all through the night. Like it's not just, you know, three rounds of one person. So it's one five minute round, and then yeah, nice. Kind of like throwback to the old days of like the UFC tournaments and pride tournaments and yeah yeah so it's really that stuff I think is really cool to see and like it's it's intense because it's just like oh my god I can only imagine like you get one fight done and over with you go cool down whatever and you got to like mentally prepare for the next one because you don't know who you're going to face you know so you got to work like on the fly of how to change up what you're going to do or what your game plan is going to be so I think that's really cool yeah, that is cool, and it's really it's fun for the fans too. Because you instead yeah. of watching a, instead of watching a fight and seeing someone win, like man, I'd love to see them fight so and so one day. You can just man, what would happen if this person fought that person? And you're like, oh shit, it's gonna happen in like 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. You didn't know it was gonna happen 20 minutes before that. Yeah, I used to like watch. Well, I didn't watch back then, but I like to watch now some of the tapes of the old UFCs like that when they had the tournaments and. And pride yeah. and stuff like that. Um, All that stuff from back in the day was so awesome. So, like, especially the, like the no holds bar stuff was like <laughs> savage. It's just like so no, awesome. Like anything went, and I'm like, that is awesome. No weight classes. No weight classes. I think you could headbutt and stuff too. Like there, like you could kick them on the ground. Like it was just like ah, oh, dirty. No, like I, just, I don't even think they had gloves. I don't think I think some of them didn't, um, or they were just really small. That was back really in small the days. Gracie back Shamrock it. days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sure. was, they were fun. Uh, you mentioned uh, <laughs> Pearl fighting in the uh, bare knuckle. Have you watched some of that at all? Uh yeah, I've watched some of them. I watched uh, the recent one with Paige Van Zant. I watched her fight. Um, Christine Faria is the new 135-pound champ, which was awesome. I love her. I I just started <laughs> following her and watching her. She just, especially since I'm getting ready for, you know, boxing right now, um, just watching her. Oh, my God. She's like, And they, she's the misfit, which is awesome because, you know, <laughs> she's like the misfit. So, like, um, but she – uh she's tough and she's definitely the type of fighter i want to be she's just ruthless she gets after her. she just goes you know she's a brawler like it's just like oh she's like a technical brawler too which is like what like i'm aiming to be <laughs> one day um but she she's badass and it was cool to see that she she took the title um it's it's, it's an interesting sport i mean i definitely 
would want to do it but not now like maybe when i'm like almost done fighting and like done with all of it i'll be like okay let's do a bare knuckle yeah no just to say you did it just to say i did it yeah <laughs> well the boxing you're doing the boxing so that's obviously the you know the creme de la creme of, the, of that so yeah you're all right i think it, it it's really fun like it just it just looks like it would be a blast to just get in there and just just go. I mean, they wear, um, it, it almost looks like a cast, but it's not. It's just the yeah. way the wraps are. They have it, like, around their wrist to, like, maybe, like, right underneath your knuckle. And that, that way you're not hurting your wrists and stuff. Right. So they at least have some sort of something yeah. there. Um, but it's, it's pretty badass to watch. Like, they just, you know, they slug it out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with Paige over there since she's lost two in a row. But yeah, she's like one of those people that she could probably lose six or seven in a row, and people would still buy the pay per view. People would still watch, <laughs> yeah, just because she's Paige for I don't even know how she sold herself to that point. Because there's other girls that are like, you know, I mean, I guess sex sells and all, but. There's other girls that are not that are better looking than her that don't get and near, near the credit for she does. I mean, we went to a pay per view. No, it wasn't a pay per view. It was a uh, it was a fight night, and we went to see her. Not to see Pearl, but we she was on like the undercard. She fought Felice uh, Harry. Okay. And it's funny. I don't know if you've ever gone to a. Uh, Event before UFC event before? Not UFC. No, I haven't. They but I probably should one of these days. <laughs> they're like nothing like TV. It's they're not just, like your local cage fights. <laughs> you know, I I don't know. I haven't been to one. I have to go to one of those. I've you actually, need to come out. I got some guys actually fighting uh, April fifteenth in Lebanon. Three guys from my gym are fighting out there. Cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Next time you fight, we'll come out for sure. Oh. There's a, we have another question. We have another question for you. What is your favorite and your least favorite training? That's from, I can't read because my light's in my eye. I'm sorry. But yeah, that's the question. What is your favorite and least favorite training? My favorite and least favorite training. Hmm. Like of the art or like just in general, what I, I don't want to do. In general, <laughs> like just your favorite. Well, I was just talking about this today. I hate sprinting. Sprinting sucks. <laughs> I know you need to do it. I know you need to get right. But sprinting is the worst. I don't like it. <laughs> um, and art wise, I got it. Even like I said earlier, we incorporate wrestling a lot, but just pure wrestling, I am not a fan of. Yeah, <laughs> don't like, it. like it's funny because like um, me and my one friend, um, she fights too, and we took a wrestling class, and we were just like laughing the whole time because we had no idea what we we're doing. Because we want to go to our backs, we want to do this. Like we're just kind of like you know taking each other down and then we're looking at the coach like okay what do we do now <laughs> like we don't understand this point system <laughs> um <laughs> yeah but, uh, the wrestling so i would say it's a sport i don't like wrestling for myself anyway like i give it credit to for, like anyone who can do it like it's definitely helpful with everything um and then as far as workouts yes yeah, sprints are not my favorite and uh that's that's pretty much it though. Like everything else, I, I enjoy it all has a purpose, and you know, just go for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could be like Khabib and fight bears, wrestle bears. Oh my gosh! I just saw a video today of these guys training in Russia, and the bear was like pushing on the branch as yeah. he's like hanging, and I was yeah. like, oh my gosh! And it was over in Russia, and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like that's a whole other level. Uh, those humans are just different over there. I mean, I that's... used to be a pig farmer, so I guess that's kind of close. You there know? you go. <laughs> you wrestle the pigs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's you know. Close That's enough to a bear. Still a 300-pound animal. <laughs> there you go. It's so funny. That's That would be, like, one of those, like, just, like, obscure training techniques that, like, people do. Like, the bear wrestling. 
or something like or what the video that you watch yeah that'll be like in your uh, spotlight if you you get like a thing going on even police those pigs <laughs> i think i think what intimidates me the most is the people who um speak in different languages um so i just visited a gym and it was all brazilians speaking portuguese and i'm like i'm going to die I'm going to die today. <laughs> they are going to trade me out in my gi. I'm not going to return home. Like, this is it. <laughs> like, like I just won finishers for my match. Felt good. And I was like, yeah, no, that that's that's going to die right now. I'm not going to feel happy with myself anymore. Um, it was pretty intense. It was awesome, though. It was so much fun. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, this is very intimidating right now. <laughs> like, I don't understand what any of you are saying. That would be good for... Uh... The jiu-jitsu training, I would imagine, the Brazilians are like... Yeah, yeah, like, that, that's what I was there for, and that's why I was, like, looking at them, like, oh, my gosh, like, they're legit. This is, you know, this is not going to be pretty right now. <laughs> I have, like, take back my belt. <laughs> I do not want this. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, it was definitely good. It was fun. Um, I love, I love training at different gyms, just getting, feeling the different styles of people and how they move. It's, it's pretty fun. Is there a lot of gyms around this area? I unfortunately don't. Not really. I mean, there's some, but I you, you definitely got to travel for what you want. Like for most of them, I usually travel um, like an hour, <laughs> hour fifteen, hour and a half to to other schools where I got to go. And I'm still venturing out myself, like finding new places here and there that are maybe like half an hour, forty five minutes from here. Like Hershey, there's like nothing, so you definitely got to really? like venture out um and even just going on vacations and stuff too like i love visiting different areas you know coaches that i've met along the way like visiting their gyms um it's always a blast just training with other people and you know like i said seeing their style and how they move is always a fun thing for me one of the uh, other podcasters on the channel one of the i think founding not maybe founding but one of the top guys Oh, he just commented and said, that's a no for me on Wrestling Bears. <laughs> <laughs> for real, that's like, that's, I don't even know. I don't even know how they do it. Like, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think Poe should wrestle a bear. <laughs> do it. That'll be one of the next MMA IQ reports. Yeah. Poe versus the bear. <laughs> Live. Um, so you yeah, live and uncensored. <laughs> Anything goes. So we were talking about the um I try I'm trying to uh circle around and try to get touch on a little bit of all of the organ well not I guess not all the organizations because there's so many of them, but try to get a little bit of each in on each episode so I don't want to just be known as like a UFC podcast. So um as far as have, have you been watching at all in the, the Bellators at all? Not recently. Like there, um, I, it looks like Alimale is about to is getting ready for another fight here soon, which is pretty awesome. Like she's really the only one I I follow more so on the Bellator side. McFarland, yeah, and she's the one that was undefeated and just lost her title and has not fought since, right? Yeah, yeah. But it looks like she's training again um, from, like, her social media and stuff. So um, it looks like she's going to be having a fight at some point. So I'm excited to watch her come back. Yeah. I I really enjoy watching her. She's fun to watch. I was surprised. And then Cyborg just fought recently. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say I'm surprised that they didn't give uh, Katz and Ghana the next Cyborg fight. Oh yeah, that's right. Cat's back. Yeah. Yeah. I felt that so bad for her when she fought Rhonda. Yeah. Oh my god, she made that one mistake and oh. so takes one. Just that's one. Yeah, you never know. Um, so while I'm thinking here, uh, have you seen anything about the Kane Velasquez situation? Um, I've heard a little bit about it. Um, I, like, like, like I said, I've been busy with like training and stuff. So I saw a little bit of the article, um, 
of what's going on and, and what he did. I mean, I kind of agree with all the other fighters talking about it that, like, you know, anyone would have done the same thing. You know? Yeah. There's not much to it. Okay. I just I just hope, you know, he doesn't I, I I think they should let him go or at least not put him away though. Because I just think he was doing what he had to do for his family. I'm a I'll I'll put it right out there. Our this podcast is a free cane podcast. <laughs> Yes, I still got a free cane shirt for my for my shirt. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I still got a free cane shirt to wear for the podcast and I That would have been cool. That would have been. Yeah. Cool. He's I. I used to love watching him fight. It was so funny because back in the day when I watched him fight, I was never a fan. He was always fighting people that I liked. <laughs> but, like I was, I liked watching Brock Lesnar because I was a big wrestling fan. Oh, gotcha! Yeah. So when he came up, I was pretty excited. And then, um, you know, they won the title, and then he came and he ran into Kane, and Kane just annihilated him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't like this Kane guy. <laughs> like, he's too good. <laughs> <laughs> so with regards to um, back to the, the fights real quick, um, just trying to see what else we didn't touch on. We saw, yeah, the Bryce Mitchell. Um and then the other fight was one fight right before the Bryce Mitchell fight. You, I think you had said you came in on. Yeah, like just time. caught that, but I, I'm trying to remember <laughs> what it was. Um, cause yeah, we were talking about the wrestling. It was really, like you said, I it was you know I didn't think about that until you said that. But that pay per view was really wrestling dominated. Yeah, yeah, lots of groundwork. Especially the top that those three fights that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, so next month, we'll do some predictions. Um, well, I definitely, so, like, we just talked about Kay Hansen, so I know she's on the prelim card, I think. Is she on the next fight night, or is she on the pay-per-view? I think she's on the next pay-per-view, 274, 273, 273, sorry, 273. That's right. I had to look up at my <laughs> little thing that said... UFC 272 wrap ups. I couldn't remember either. <laughs> um, so who do we got next month? We got you're for Kay Hansen. Kay Hansen, um, Mackenzie Dern, because you know who doesn't like Mackenzie Dern? <laughs> and she's and, um, fighting Tisha Torres. Another fighter mom that you know I support. Uh, and then obviously um, the Korean Zombie. Really? Yeah, I think he's gonna. I've, I've watched him um you know he's technical just his style is just intriguing to me so i i definitely you know i'm rooting for him to win <laughs> why well, you think he's gonna pull off the upset against volk yeah you Could never be. know you never know it's a 50 chance that's true the dude is insane he is insane yeah yeah and it's crazy how he and it's, it's also got those that feeling of it like that kind of just that weird, like you know, the fight was supposed to be with Holloway, and so many people chiming in to take the fight, and um, he came out of nowhere and was like, "Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be against the zombie." So it's got that like weird little, almost not um, not completely, but like I remember the night that Holly Holm fought Ronda Rousey. There was just a weird feeling in the air. Yeah, yeah you get that. Like sometimes I'm sure when they Amanda fought Pena for some reason, I, there wasn't, there was nothing that night. But like, and for me anyway. But like when Ronda fought Holly, there was just a weird air the whole night. I'm just like, yeah, is this the night she's gonna fight it? No. Yeah. <laughs> Man, did she get her ass kicked? Yeah. Um, what's the oh the co-main on the next? Card is uh, Jan versus Peter or Peter Jan versus Algernon Sterling. Yeah, I think I don't really. I'm trying to remember. I th- I really feel like Sterling is going to do well. I think the majority is hoping he wins on that one. Sterling is the one that I think he's been champ about a year. Oh, he's the one that won the belt on a DQ. Mm. Jan last time. So, 
I'm going with uh, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna go with Pitt McKenzie like you. I think she's gonna get it done. Kay will probably get it done. Um, before I get to those two, have you watched uh, this uh, Hamzat Chimaev? Hamzat? No. He check him out. He's a he's a wrecking ball. Okay. He, he he won two or three in a row, and just in absolute ridiculous style. Nice. Then they gave him a little step up, and he fought a guy. Um, I can't remember who he fought, but he was a top ten guy. And he picked the guy up, walked him over to the cage, held him, and was like talking to Dana as he was holding the guy. And then he throws him in the ground. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's fighting Gilbert Burns. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to check him out. Yeah, I think I'm going to... Man, that's a tough one because Burns is like... Number He's like right behind Colby. Yeah. My official predict prediction will be... Uh, I think I'm going to go with him. I think he's going to beat Burns. I think the height train's going to keep rolling. And I think I'm going with Peter and... I think I think I think Volkanovski's gonna do it. Just, really? I do. He's. I do. I love okay. the Korean. I do love the Korean Zombie though. He is so fun to watch. He is. Um, really? But yeah, I think I'm gonna go. With <laughs> so it'll we'll be an interesting see. fight. It'll be an interesting fight for sure. Tomorrow. For sure. I'll be thinking now if Korean Zombie wins, I'll be oh man, she was right. <laughs> she called it, and then next month I'll have to, you know, you'll get your props. <laughs> like, see, well, last month we had her, she, she was right. Should have started, should have put bets on. Zombie took the title. Zombie took the title. <laughs> well, I think there is another show coming up pretty soon, so I'm gonna cut it off here pretty in a couple minutes. Is there anything else that you wanted to discuss as far as um, anything you're going to be doing in the future? Anything that you wanted to promote um, or anything like that? Yeah. yeah for, uh, so I have another jujitsu super fight coming up uh, March 27th. It's for sub-out domestic violence. So okay. if anyone wants to donate, all the donation, all the proceeds are going to um, the Domestic Abuse Project of Delaware County. Um, you can find them on Instagram. It's on my Instagram page as well. Uh, that um, you can donate. Just put my name under there, so it goes towards like my, you know, donations to them. Um, so all everything that we're collecting for this is going to them to help victims of domestic abuse, which is very close to me since I talked about earlier how I got into right. it, being in abusive relationships. So this is definitely like one of those one of those um, events that I find you know really good to be a part of. So you guys can donate to that if you can, or even in the I believe it should be live streamed as well, so you guys can watch. So that'll be really fun. Where's that? Um, huh? Where's that at? That is. It's going to be at Vault BJJ. Uh, I think it's near Philly somewhere. Okay. Not entirely sure. They're not having spectators or anything like that uh, for there because it's just because of the space. Oh, okay. Um. And then uh, I do have merch out if you guys are interested. I know we'll be sending you a shirt and stickers and stuff. Um, uh, if, but if anyone wants to go to MMAT Co. or MMATcompany.com, uh, my store's on there. There's shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, you know, support your local fighters. <laughs> and as far as right now, um, that's pretty much all I got. And like I said, we'll be finding out this week if I get matched for Golden Gloves. And then we're just going to keep moving on from there and do what we got to do. I'll let you guys know when my next MMA fight comes up and ready to roll. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to have you on again. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be it'll be cool to have a little bit more of the MMA stuff under my belt for sure. I, I'm, I'm really hope to get more fights in now. Now that everything's opened back up and yeah. putting it out there more, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm sure that was 
everything was all shut down. So. Oh, yeah, social dampers. <laughs> that was a hard time, not being able to train like normal and get into that grind like we normally do. It was really hard because you need people. So yeah. it was definitely a rough time. So now that uh, things are picking up more, it'll be exciting to really just start getting back out there and and building my record up. Get some ass. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So what is your Instagram handle? It's Mama Williams 1017. Okay. M A M M A Williams 1017. Okay, cool. So everyone can go follow her. I mm, don't really have my Instagram set up yet. Next month I'll have something for that. Um <laughs> and then for us, next month we're gonna talk about UFC 273. Um, we'll let you guys know who the guest is going to be, guest, guests, whatever. Um, we haven't quite got to that point yet, but we'll talk to some people. Um, and anyone can mention, I'm not really sure where, but we'll have uh, open discussions and stuff like that about things that we can talk about on these upcoming podcasts and stuff like that. Like This one was just... First one, getting our feet wet. I think it went well. It was an awesome, awesome, awesome guest. Um, oh, thank you. It was so much fun. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for inviting me on to do it. Absolutely. All right. Well, that will be the first, the end of the old first show there. Yeah. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And thanks, we'll guys. Next month, I think it will be, it'll be the Sunday after the next paper. That's what we're going to be doing every month. It's just got delayed a little because of what's going on last night. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see everybody next month. All right. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.